Welcome to Voices of the WSD, a podcast featuring the students, staff, and community of the Wentzville School District. Thank you for taking time to listen, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive automatic updates about future episodes and how to listen to past episodes. Just visit the district website at wentzville.k12.mo.us and click on Marketing under the Department tab to find Voices of the WSD. In this episode, we revisit the 2020 Missouri State High School Activities Association Class 5 Cross-Country Championships. That day turned out to be a historic one as two student-athletes from the WSD, Liberty's Allie Kruger and Timberland's Trevor Pineman, finished first and second respectively in their state championship races. In this podcast, you'll hear directly from both student-athletes and their coaches as they recap their outstanding accomplishments. Borello Orthodontics is a proud supporter of the Wentzville School District. Conveniently located in Lake St. Louis, Borello Orthodontics has been recognized by St. Louis Magazine as one of the top orthodontists since 2015. Visit BorelloSmiles.com to learn how you can receive your complimentary smile assessment today. Ladies and gentlemen, as you probably know, the Wentzville School District has had some recent success at the state high school cross-country level with two runners recently having some really, really great achievement, one at Liberty High School in Allie Kruger and from Timberland High School, Trevor Pineman. But right now, I'm really excited to talk to Trevor's coach, uh, Coach Dan Staples from Timberland High School. Coach, thanks so much for uh, joining me for this brief interview. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity. We were talking before we started recording and Trevor's finish, his runner up finish at state for boys cross country, the highest in, in Timberland high school history. Your just your first reaction on that that Saturday when Trevor crossed the finish line after all the hard work after this season of not knowing if we had a season and to see Trevor have that great success on that Saturday. What was your immediate reaction? Well, I mean, I, honestly, to it. <laughs> To be 100% honest, I, there, there, there might have been a few expletives uh, <laughs> in, in joy, I think, from both of us, actually, if I recall. You know, it was it, it was amazing. And not to just to backtrack just a little bit, you know, when, when I, I knew it was going to be a great day, I, I knew that going in. I, I knew he was ready. I knew all five of our runners were, were ready to have a great race. But something he said to me before the race, I just kind of opened my eyes. I can share that with you. That might give you a little bit of, I guess, I guess a little more perspective on, on what this was. But he, I, I said something to him. I mean, we, we talked about it. I don't, I don't talk a lot of numbers with him too much usually. But they know they're very aware of, of everything and all the times and all that. And I, I just said to him, I'm like, you know, it's good to know that, you know, you're going to have a great day, you know, top 10 at state. And he just like looked at me and he said, coach, I'm just going to be like top three. Wow. So it's like the first thing he said, I was like that. And I, he's got that, you know, that inner belief. We talk a lot about believing in yourself, those, those old cliches, but it's just so true for the sport. And he just, he just looked right at me and he's like top three. He was almost like he was offended that I said top 10. And I was like, <laughs> I, that, that right there, when he said that, I was like, okay, this, this is going to be something even different. So not that I had any doubt in him, right. but you know, I try not to add any extra pressure, especially right before the race. And he just added it right on himself. And it was like, okay, this, 
he's mentally ready. He he believes he knows this is going to be great. So, so in the season, I follow you guys on social media. He's had he had great success throughout the season. You know, he he was already you know in the groove going into state, but. What's it like before you get to, to, to the end of the season, the preparation and for many of the folks that, that that listen that may not know much about cross country and being a distance runner. How did how did you how could you tell that Trevor was poised for having a great season? And was there any one other particular race during the season that you saw? I mean, he could really have do something special by the time we get to state where did you see anything along the lines in the fall during that process? You know, it, he's been a model of consistency all four years. So I'm used to him his, his consistently getting better, I should say. But the, and I think a few things came into play this year. First of all, there really is no off season I, for, for us or for distance runners. It's, you know, besides a few weeks here and there, some down weeks, some some time off at the end of the season. But it's really something you train for all year round. And this particular year, and I don't even want to mention some of the things that have happened this year, but with track getting canceled in a, in a strange way, because he, he was doing track, it kind of opened up a window for us to do things a little differently this year. So, you know, to kind of answer both of your questions, I would say all the way back in March, you know, I reached out to the kids after track was canceled. Obviously, we weren't meeting up together as a team, but you know, I told them, I said, guys, you have a choice. You can be down about this track thing. You can you can let this affect you or you can say, you know what, cross country starts now. And I think in a strange way, and I said, guys, this is an opportunity. We can take advantage of a bad situation. I'm like if you guys I'll get you all the plans, let's get this rolling. He really embraced that him and a few of, of his teammates, especially really kind of took that on and said, you know what, we can we can take these extra weeks to get better, to start working on our cross country, start building up our mileage. And he really took that super seriously. That was kind of the first indication that, you know, he he's he's always been very determined and serious and he's always been committed. But there was like a different level this year. And maybe it was just going into a senior year. He's like, OK, this is it. You know, I've got to in anything I've got left. I've got to put it out there. So those guys, Travis, we're talking about Trevor specifically, did so much more from March to August than what maybe he had done in years past. Okay. So when he started the season, now to answer kind of your second part here, when he started the season, he was already better than he ever was last year, which is, is, is kind of our goal. Every off season is to start the season better than what we ended last year, but it's, it's always, it's easier said than done. Sure. So really that first race of the year, the very first race of the year, he got his, his PR, his best time he's ever gotten by over a minute, broke our school record, Again, it was the very first race of the year in August. And that right there was obviously amazing. But, you know, that's the way you want to finish your season. Right. Starting your season, sometimes it, it can be a little bit of a, a mental burden when you start off with such a great race, because then you feel like you always have to top it. And so as the year went on, as you said, he had great results all year. He never quite hit that time the rest of the season, but he was still getting great times. He was still running amazingly well. So he had to kind of deal with that mental side of, you know, it, it's just a little bit of a disappointment when you've done something, but you can't quite hit that time. So I just stressed with him and, and he very much understood that like cross country is different too, because every course is different. Conditions are different. Every meet, not every meet is a, is a great opportunity to PR. Some meets is just different. So he got through the rest of the season and fought. And I mean, I think he had like four second places this year. It was crazy, including at state. So he, he had multiple second place finishes this year 
and, you know, did great all year long, but he waited until that final meet at state where that he broke his own time that he did at the beginning of the season. So it was really like the first meet and the last meet. He kind of like closed the book. It was like a perfect season. He ended with, you know, his PR ended with second at state, finally beat that time that he set at the beginning of the season. So I just think, you know, starting the year off well, like he did, and then being able to end the year in, in this fashion was just show you like, and he never had one bad race all year. Every, every race was good. So it just, you know, it, it, it was almost the perfect season. We, we give him trouble because, you know, he got second a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, well, he's just, he's just too nice. You know, he's just, he's just a nice guy. He likes to let, he even let, he let even let his teammate beat him at, at a meet this year. <laughs> One of his teammates got first and he got second. It was like, it was just funny. Cause they, it, that was kind of like our theme most of the year was that he's just, you know, he just needs to be mean enough to be able to finish one of these races. But no, just joking, obviously. About yeah. That, but. Yeah. So when you have an athlete like that on your team and he's a senior, that's got to be tremendous in terms of leadership, because as a coach, you want to obviously coach them up. But in, in sports, and I don't think many people even realize how much of a team sport cross country is because their team finishes there. Very much. And when you have someone like that, that is not only doing that much himself, but it's proof doing it, doing it by example. How does that reflect with the other, the other kids on the team? How, how did you see that with the rest of the team this year? I think, you know, he's very much of a lead by example. He's soft spoken. He's not a, he's not a real loud. He's definitely not like a, Hey, look at me type of kid. Yeah. So he, he definitely has not but he, you know, and he was very, he was much quieter in previous years. This year he was, he was definitely more vocal. We just, we have a great group of boys and it, it's just, we don't, we don't have, he, there wasn't really anybody he had to like, you know, put the hammer down on anything because sure. they just, you know, just a great group of guys, but he definitely took on more of a little bit more of a leadership role this year. And he, he just sets, he's very positive with everybody, very optimistic. He's always, you know, saying nice things to other runners. It's, it's more of that kind of positive leadership as opposed to, you know, always having to be the leader for everything, you know, telling everybody what to do. He's not really all about that. It's, it's more just the, you know, I'm, I'm going to set the tone with like what I do and I'm going to come with a, with a positive attitude every day. I'm going to involve my teammates as much as possible. I'm going to go run with them like over the summer, you know, a few of his teammates, they ran together trying to get people, you know, on board like that. You know, I think, and certainly being a senior year, I think he did feel a little more pressure this year to try to take on more of a leadership role. He's had some, some good, strong leaders ahead of him pretty much every year. So he hasn't had to like be the man, but this year, definitely, you know, he was that. And, and he, you know, him along with not to, to mention another runner that uh, a little honorable mention, but Tyler Freiner got 17th yeah. at state as a junior. And he, you know, had a tremendous season, very similar to Trevor. But those two pushing each other at practice, it was great to have that. It's 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 very difficult when you're if you're the top runner on a team and none of your teammates are really that close to you. It, it, it can be very I've had that multiple times and it's very challenging. It, it, it's it's definitely more enjoyable when you have at least a few guys, if not all five of your top five, being able to actually like really train together and push each other, especially some of those tough workouts where they're they're really, really going. So yeah. 
I'm glad you brought up Tyler because that's one of the questions I was going to ask. I know we're yeah. talking uh, a lot yeah. about what Trevor did in the state runner-up, but team-wise, like I said, I mentioned this is a team sport. Timberland Cross Country has had a great history. You guys have been really, really good for a number of years, you know, sending kids to state to qualify and things like that. But if you want to, if you can, shine a light on what some of the other things some of your kids done, especially your seniors. Because I know, especially what we went through, you, you mentioned how, how things went in the, the spring. We had no yeah. spring sports. Give a shout out to those seniors that had a, a, a great year in addition to Trevor. Yeah, you know, and really... <laughs> We had, we also had a senior Jonah McAfee uh, was our, is our third runner. Those guys all, and then a few under, well, then a junior and a, and a sophomore. We had a lot of Tylers on our team, three, three Tylers in our top seven. Um, So sometimes I got a little confusing. We just say, you could just yell, go Tyler. (laughs) Probably be safe. No, I'm trying to, I think I lost, lost my train of thought there for a second. The, the boys team. And I, I am all about the team thing. Like I love that aspect of cross country more than anything. So my first goal every season is the team going to state, the team going to state, the boys and girls. And this year, not to, it's, I'm not going to get into the whole, because stuff happens, sure. good things and bad things happen. But my goal was for my boys and my girls to go to state. And the boys team, we knew we were a little top heavy with Tyler and and, and Trevor. And there was a little bit of a gap there. But, you know, the, the thing about cross country that is awesome is that, you know, you can have some amazing runners leading your team, but it really takes all five of them. It really takes all five of them. And little tiny things in a, in a race can change everything. And really, I want to I'll give a shout out to another program, the Hickman in Columbia, their, their boys team in the meet, you know, to decide who goes to state. I was very confident that our boys team would go to state. I really felt like we, we were there. We were the second best team. Rockbridge was in our district and they won state. So, you know, that, that was kind of tough to be in a district with them, knowing that they were probably going to be the number one, but we had to get top two. So, but Hickman just ran basically a perfect race at, at districts to prevent our entire boys team from going. So that was, it's one, it's like dealing with adversity and disappointments. It's just a huge part of life in general, as you know, but in cross country, it's just constantly dealing with adversity. It was a little bit of a, a downer that our boys team didn't go. And, and it was just because it, it's just so much fun to go as a team and, and to just experience that together. But it, obviously it certainly wasn't any of their faults individually as we give, give Hickman the credit that they deserve literally ran just an amazing race. But I would say that, you know, it definitely, I, the one thing that maybe took away, I don't want to talk, you know, such a great positive season, but right. you know, would have just been that much better had the, had the boys team been there together because the, the weird way that qualifying works is that some of the better teams get left out and it's just part of it because every district, you know, you, you can't really balance everything perfectly. So our boys team would have been in the top 10 at state, but they didn't even make it to state. So it's just one of those strange things that kind of happens with the numbers sometimes. So, yeah. you know, there's 16 teams that, that go to state and sometimes a team that deserved it doesn't go because, you know, another team just beat you on that given day. And so that the, the team aspect that would have just taken, you know, as amazing as the experience was at state for, for Tyler and Trevor and, and all the kids that that would have probably just pushed it over the edge. It was like, I would say it was a 9.5, you know, would have been definitely a 10. Yeah. Um, because the, the team thing just makes it so much more fun. And especially because these boys were all very tight with each other. They've been, a lot of them have been running together for four years or three years. And it's just, it, it, it would have been awesome. It, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's, it's tough. Cross country is just, it's tough. It's so hard to get your team to state. 
What's one of the what's one of the the takeaways you have as a coach from a season like this? I I I, I think I feel like coaches learn something from their from their athletes when they go through things, you know, adversity or success. And they they sometimes take away their own lessons. When Trevor has a success this year and then you talk about, you know, not getting the entire team there, one of those takeaways for you as a coach that you can sort of like, you know, positive or negative. How what's one thing you have from this season that you look back on and like, you know what, I'm okay, you know what, I would have sort of modified this. Is there anything like that for you for for the result of the twenty twenty season? I would say belief like that's the word we used a lot this year was was just how important like we, we say no doubt believe those were like kind of our two mottos this year and I think in a, in a is as good of a and overall the, our boys had a great season they had the best this was the best boys team we've ever had time wise but I think sometimes you're you can build off your teammates success so they saw I think if, if there was any doubt with any kid that comes through Timberland or really any of the Wentzville schools that says, you know, a Wentzville kid can't do this or a Timberland kid, you know, we're, we're, we're never going to be, you know, a team that's going to be in the top five. We can never get a top five or we can never win state. We just had a kid get five seconds away from the state. We had another kid, another school, win state alley, you know, great to her. Great for her as well. It's like, I think that belief can, can actually grow now. Like the, the reputation, the belief that like now I know Tyler right now, looking at what Trevor did, he wants to win state next year. He's already talking about it. Awesome. Like it, it's, it's almost like you're breaking down some of those mental barriers. Yeah. Like, and, and one kid like Trevor's performance or Allie's performance at Liberty, like I think that can knock down maybe some of those mental barriers that kids can have that think like, yeah, I can have a good season, but you know, I'm not like those kids from, I don't want to point out another program, but I'm not like those kids from this school. You know, I'm not like those kids from this school. And I think they have to understand, like, you guys are just like them. You guys are all on the same playing field. You know, it, it, it really just comes down to, you know, when you take the training out of it, because we're all training hard. Yeah, it all comes down. It all comes down to believing. And I think I've got some kids on my team right now that I know are, are going to get a huge boost from from Trevor's and Tyler's performance at state, like they're going to look at it and they're going to say, hey, I can do that. I know I can do that. So that's my major takeaway. We're, we're just in a building process every year of getting better and better and better with everything we do. But it's nice to be able to now point and say, look at what these and our girls did great there, too. I'm like, we've got a girl that's probably going to medal next year now. And it's like we've got these kids that are just on the up and up. And it's like, hey, this is possible. You know, these, these kids can do this. So I think, I think that will help us mentally and emotionally, which again, I think is more important than the physical part for cross country. The the mental side is, is, is the most important. Awesome. Awesome. I could tell you, we are all still very excited and proud of what Trevor has accomplished. It's been great to see it. I, I of course have a a little bit more of a interest in district sports and that just goes from my, from my background. So I, like I said, keep track of everything. I know Trevor was honored with our Lufu student athlete of the month. He was, he's been a STL high school sports athlete of the week in addition to his runner up at state. So it's been a great, great thing to see the success, not only for Trevor, but also for Allie Kruger, who you mentioned at Liberty high school. So we're, we're hopeful that most like we talked before we started recording, most of our cross country kids also participate in track in the spring and distance sports. So looking for more exciting things before the senior year completely wraps up for him. And we hope we can keep things going as steady as we can. So coach, thanks again so much for sharing the insight about the cross country season for us and Trevor's outstanding accomplishment. 
Absolutely. And I, I do just want to, the one last little thing I just want to add in, yeah. you know, Trevor, Trevor is just a great kid. Like he's genuinely one of the, one of the best kids that I've ever worked with, like awesome. class athletics. So on top of he's, he's a, a better person than he is an athlete. So he's got a lot of, he's got a really right future. And I will mention, I've, he is going to be running at Mizzou. So there you go. I was going to ask him to say if he had his college. So, so, so he, he's going to have he's going to have some big big challenges here, and he's going to get so much better in college. It's exciting. That's awesome. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you. Some of your healthcare has been on hold lately. It's time, time to come back to Mercy. We'll help you come back safely by following strict standards for disinfecting, social distancing, and requiring masks for all patients, visitors, and coworkers. Find tips to help you stay safe at mercy.net slash comeback. Visit mercy.net slash comeback and plan to come back safely for the care you need. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. It is my pleasure to be joined by this year's cross-country state runner-up from Timberland High School, Trevor Pyman. Trevor, thanks so much for uh, hopping on the Voices of the WSD podcast. You are uh, one of the first students to be on the podcast since we launched. And I guess first off, congratulations on a very well-deserved honor. Just a tremendous cross-country season for you. First question for you is that race, just what was going through your mind crossing the finish line in that runner-up spot? Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm honored to be on the podcast. And the the race was, it was crazy. I was planning to go in and run, and my goal was top five. And as I was running through the race, I slowly just progressed. And when crossing the finish line, I just, I couldn't believe that I had gotten second. It was like beyond whatever, beyond what I thought I could ever do in the state meet and just to be one of my, like, one time, like, highs in life. I said, going to be that race. It's a, High school, probably one of the best. Your coach said when we were recording that he sensed something in you before that race started on that Saturday that you had a little bit of a, a confidence inside that when he asked you a question, yeah. he said, you know what, man, I think this might be something special about to happen. Did you have that going into the race? What was the mentality like? Did you have any nerves at all? Yeah, I definitely did because before I ran just behind the guy who ended up winning the state championships just to see like how it was because he was in our district. And then I was like, that wasn't too bad. I was only second and a half behind him on a hard course and he just out kicked me. And so I went to state race and I was like, I'm seated seventh. I at least want to get top five. Like I can't go under my seating. I would like to be above because, and then as I was running the race, I found that the guy who's set to win. I was like, I'm just going to stay with him. I just was working with them and run near them. And then I ended up in second going down the fishing stretch. I was like, I got to push it. I got to make sure I stay here and finish strong. And it was just, it was crazy. Awesome. Awesome. So, I'm curious. You had a tremendous senior year this year on the cross-country side of things. I know you broke the school record uh, earlier in the year yeah. and just had some great races. And your coach said he, you had this mentality where, man, 
if I put my mind to it, I can do it. And it's never been really a challenge for where you go in there and you set your mind to something, you can attain those goals. During the year, when you had the races at the park in St. Charles, just all the other regular season races and you know, going to the yeah. districts, you see yourself just progressing along. What's the regular season like from a cross-country standpoint, for those that may not run on a regular basis, of improving each race by race? How do you see yourself going through the season? I could just feel myself getting stronger throughout the season, just staying consistent, being able to like do my weekend runs, do the stuff my coach is telling me to, do the extra workouts with the abs and the strength and making sure that I'm keep like so I can be like not stressed for my races. And so just getting stronger throughout the season and gaining more confidence as I run more races and placing well in some of those races and knowing that I can run fast times. I just got to make sure I get to those and really trying to push myself whenever I can. Now, I also hear that you, as as one of the seniors on the team, like to lead by example. Not Leadership doesn't always have to be the, the vocal type of leadership, but sometimes leadership by doing. Your coach said that's never been an issue, especially for, for Timberland Cross Country. You guys have had some great senior performers over the years going back, and this is no different this year. When you look back at your teammates, because I don't think many people re- recognize cross country in the team sense of it, because coach even said, man, he really wanted, you guys are so close to qualifying as a team this year and he said that was yeah. a goal what do you think about your teammates and how they helped you along the way and, and think about some of the things you've done for your teammates this year what's that like look like for the 2020 season yeah the teammates are super important throughout the season i definitely thank my teammate tyler freiner and joan McCaffrey a whole lot for training with me throughout the season and pushing me to my races to get better and it's you're like, you always have a little teammate rivalry. You don't want them sure. to beat you too much. Yeah. Like maybe once, every once in a while they can get you, but you want to, I wanted to stay on top. Yeah. And I just really liked motivating the boys. I like, yeah, like you were saying, I didn't need to yelling at them to do this, do that, but leading by example, doing what I need to and being like, Hey guys, I'm going to do this. Anyone want to join me or go at the same time for a run and just making sure that they all doing what they need to be doing. And yeah, one of my goals this season was get the team to stay. And that was a big goal of mine. And we worked really hard at it. We ended up getting third at districts and the Hickman just barely edged us out. And they had a great race and we did exactly what we needed to do. They just had a better day that day. And then one of my other personal team goals was win GACs. And that was a really close race. We got second. We, Our boys team lost in a tiebreaker. And I think what we took away from that race is that we can do what we need to do because we none of our team, none of us won the race. Another guy from Francis Howell won the race, and we all just worked together and we we're all super motivated going to that race. And we learned that if you lean forward at the line, you win. If you stick your foot out, then <laughs> you might not win. We had a teammate who crossed his foot in front of his chest, ah. but another person crossed their chest in front of his, and so. That put us into a tie, and they beat our tiebreaker guy. But, wow, that close. yeah, it was super motivating to have them all there. Very cool, very cool. How long have you been running, and what was it like being the senior year of running? So, did you have you been running for for a while now? Does this go back to junior high for you or middle school? Yeah, I so the first time I like really ran cross country was in eighth grade. But when I was a little kid, my mom would have me do a little. Fourth of July, 5Ks for fun. And okay. then sometimes she'd go on a run. I'd ride my bike with her. I'd do like uh, Thanksgiving turkey trots races. So I always did those as a little kid. I always enjoyed running. It's weird. But 
then in eighth grade, I was super excited because I was like, finally, I get to run on a team and yeah. do like cross country and stuff. And then as I've uh, gone through high school, I really fell in love with running and wanted to do it more and work hard and saw that I could have a, a future and be able to do this in college and really enjoyed the sport. Now, I was going to ask you about college, but before I ask you about that, usually cross country runners or distance runners on the track side as well. You, you plan on running in the spring is this year? And if so, what are your events in the spring? Oh, I most definitely plan on running this spring. I plan on running the mile and two mile. I'm super excited. I ran a time, a little practice run, the time trials, what we call it, just a week and a half ago. That was only one second off the school's two mile school record. So I'm super excited for that. And I'm hoping to break some more records. Awesome. track season. We hope you do too as well. It's awesome to be able to see our kids do so well uh, in sports and beat out those other GAC schools as well. I see you yeah. got a Mizzou uh, quarter zip on for the folks that can't see. Uh, college plans yeah, by chance for you or for to continue the yep. cross country? Yeah, I'm going to, I committed to Mizzou a few weeks ago, so I'm plan on running there in college and pursuing a major in undecided engineering currently. Very cool. Very cool. On behalf of the entire Winslow School District, we definitely want to say congratulations once again. Your achievement, along with Ali Kruger from Liberty as well, this is Thank just you. outstanding. I enjoy getting to see our kids yeah. compete and sharing the stuff online. Super proud of what you've been able to accomplish and hope you can do some more, get some more first place finishes in the spring during the track season. Thanks so much, Trevor. This is awesome. Thank you. Located in Moscow Mills, Missouri Baptist University Troy Wentzville allows students to get a first-rate education with the same quality faculty and programs as MVU's main campus closer to home. Enjoy small class sizes, caring instructors, and courses that meet one night a week. New classes begin every eight weeks, so registration is always open. Visit mobap.edu today for more information about undergrad, graduate, or high school options through MVU, or call 636-366-4363. In this final segment, we share the conversation with girls cross-country state champion Allie Kruger and Liberty High School cross-country coach Toby Glavin. This conversation was produced and edited by Liberty High School Publications, and the video can be found online at lhstoday.org. A lot of people have been asking me what has changed from last year to this year. And what I want to know, the question I have for you is, have you eaten any onions since the state meet? Oh, actually, at Olive Garden? Yes. With you? Yeah. Have you eaten any since then? No. That was disgusting. Okay, so I really think the biggest thing for that weekend for you was the onion we had at Olive Garden. And the rollerball. And the rollerball. That was a big deal, too. Thank God Coach Webster brought the rollerball. Yeah, but the onion, I think, did it. Yeah, that, that was a big, big thing. So the reason I asked you about the the onion was, at the race, before it started, we were talking about how you and Megan, um, Megan Venturelli, your teammate that ran with you, was you guys were so calm and so relaxed all weekend, and it didn't seem at all like the normal stress and anxiety of the state meet. And I brought up the onion thing because we, we had just had a great time at dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was going through your guys' heads? What was going through your head before the race, when you're at the starting line? Were you ever nervous? I was definitely a little nervous. Megan is such a calm person, so that definitely helped um, keeping the stress levels down. Yeah, that's... 
That's yeah, cool. I was definitely a little nervous at state meet, but I wasn't as nervous as I thought I would be, honestly. When I was walking down right before this started, I was walking down the start line and I, I started kind of psyching myself out. I'm like, man, may, maybe they're too relaxed. Did we do something wrong? Did Maybe we should have been more nervous. I, like I started yeah. having doubts in my head just because I, I was starting to get nervous. And you guys just seemed so calm and cool and relaxed the whole weekend. Uh, nothing seemed to bother you and uh, you were just there to have fun and, and go enjoy the race. My dad was talking about how he thinks that um, my mom was more nervous than I was for I, the race. I totally believe that because you guys didn't look nervous at all. So what's happening here in the race? Who's uh, who's taking the lead? Um, right now it's Carolyn Ford, the state champion from last year. That wasn't, that wasn't too big of a surprise, was it? No, she was supposed to win by a good amount. Yep. And then Grace Tyson, who beat me at one other race this year. Is what, right there behind her? Yeah, right next to her. And then... Then it's just a pack of girls yeah, to start. a ton of girls. I'm kind of far back. I'm in about like 10th right now, I think. Yep. But I started way over on that side. Yeah, you guys were way off we to the We were the very side, last box. Which at first, when I first saw that, I thought, oh man, that kind of stinks. I'd rather be in the middle by everybody. And then I thought more about it. I thought, you know what? We don't have to worry about getting tangled up yeah. with anybody. It'll be just a nice Because I just got start. to cut over right from around all the people. Yeah, just, just get a where clean I wanted shot. to be, yeah. So if you look here uh, at this point in the race, there the top four girls is Ford from Rockbridge, uh, Tyson from Lafayette, Ray from MICDS, and you. And you've been second this year in three different races. And the only three girls that beat you are those three girls yeah. that are in front of you here. So at this point in the race, obviously it's really early. Uh, you're probably not real tired yet, but you know, how were you think? Were you thinking, okay, these are the girls that have beat me. I don't know if I can beat them again this time. I knew that they would try to get out really hard, so I was definitely going to let them go. And I thought that maybe Julia and I could stay together for this first part. Yeah, no, I, I, that was kind of our race plan going in. Yeah. Was if if Ford goes out hard and somebody goes with her, let's let them go and then see yeah. what happens later in the race. And and you did that perfectly. So we're gonna go through 1K right here, and they've got the separation. Uh, you and Julia are kind of lagging behind, maybe five seconds or so. Um, and it really seems like your race plan was kind of going exactly how you wanted mm -hmm. it to. Yeah. Going into it, I definitely knew that it was probably gonna get out pretty fast, and it did get out decently fast compared to what I've been running the rest of the time. I think you went through the first K in 322. Yeah. And your first, or your fastest thousand, first thousand so far this year was probably at 335, 340. Yeah. So it was a lot faster. Yeah, I could tell it was fast. I didn't, I wasn't as tired as I thought I would be. I think I had some adrenaline from it being the state meet and everything. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that always is going to happen. And last year at state we got out really fast too, so I was prepared for that. Well, and on that course, it's just a fast course. You yeah. Have to. Yeah. So we're, we're getting pretty close to 2K here. And I had seen you guys a few times, and you're getting ready to come through the 2K, and it looks like you and Julia have actually closed the gap a little bit on the leaders. Did this surprise you that they were this close? Yeah, I didn't expect them to come back that much this early into the race. I figured we would make up a little bit of distance, but I didn't think it'd be this soon in the race. I definitely thought they would try to get out a lot harder than this. When you guys come around this corner that you're about to, I am standing way down the start line area. And this is almost halfway through the race and you had gotten out 
really strong with all of the girls uh, and you come around this corner and you're gonna see in a second there's a little bit of gap between Julia who's in third place and then you in fourth place and in my head right here it comes if you look on the bottom screen you'll really see the angle from the from the cart and I'm thinking to myself right here's the point where she's got to stay in the pack mm -hmm. um, did you notice this little gap happen here yeah I, re they, I feel like they started to speed up a little bit coming down that straightaway. And I guess I just let her get away for a minute. But then once we were coming down this curve, I was like, okay, or this straightaway, I was like, all right, I need to get back up in there if I want to be in the race because I knew that they would string out a little bit. So like, I was down the course and all I can see is the front two girls from my angle. And I knew there was a little gap. Mm -hmm. And I'm freaking out like for this next 90 seconds. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, don't let the gap happen. Don't let, and I can't see you because you're behind them. And obviously you're a little shorter than they are. Yeah. So I couldn't see your head bouncing around. And I'm just freaking out right now. Like this is the point in the race where she can't let them go. And from the carts angle here, you can see you're right with them. But I couldn't tell that from where I was. So when you guys got down to me, I was so happy to see that you had closed that gap back up and, and we're running basically it was a group of four for the next probably minute or two yeah oh, we kind of stayed together this whole straightaway nothing really happened here until we got back onto the curve up there right and the and really the probably the biggest part of this race um overall for everyone happens here in just a minute so grace made her move and obviously you were close enough to react. Mm -hmm. So did you just make a decision, hey, I'm not gonna hang back with, with these girls, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Grace? Yeah, I knew going down that straightaway the whole time that at some point something had to happen. Someone was going to make a move. I didn't know who it was gonna be, I thought it could be anyone. But I saw that Grace started to pull away and I just knew that I had to go with her if I was gonna stay in the race. Yeah, and that to me, this right here was probably the most important part of the race. Mm -hmm. Um, just because Grace made this move and, and it's going to continue for another, you know, thousand meters, another three or four minutes, maybe even five minutes. And uh, that's what separated, you know, you two from everyone else and, and just kept pulling away farther and farther. Yeah, I got so. strung out pretty quickly here. I didn't notice how fast it got that we pulled away. Yeah, and it looks like she's kind of pulling away from you as well, mm -hmm. but she's not like you guys are really just right next to each other and i know it's really hard to hear people when you're racing and you know we, i was yelling at you during the race and it seemed like there were times in the race when you reacted to things people were yelling and you may not have even heard them yelling at you did you do you remember people yelling at you during the race um i hear some things i don't know it's weird like while i'm racing only specific people stand out. I remember seeing you around here in this guy. So right here, you you started to pull up on our shoulder. Coach Eldridge says he yelled, not yet, at that point in the race. And you probably don't remember him hearing you, but were you thinking, hey, I've got to relax and settle back in for a minute there? Yeah, I think, I think you and Webster were somewhere around here too. And I remember you guys saying that I'm good and like right now isn't when I need to make my move because we're still at like 3k early in the yeah. race and as you guys are getting closer to where i am you kind of let that gap open up and i'm screaming no gap no gap yeah uh because i know you know she's a stud she's beating you this year already and i wanted you to stay close and you guys are gonna you guys are gonna run and you're gonna see me jet across the uh 
the course here. Did you, you said you saw me? Yeah. Or you knew I was there? Why did you know I was there? Um, well, I heard you yelling here. I saw you. And then I heard this course marshal right here yell at you to get off this course. <laughs> when I, when I, <laughs> and then you run across the screen. <laughs> when I cut over there, because we're, you know, when spectators are watching these races, they're running all over the place. And I was running from another point. So I got there, and I guess I had to cross over to the other side. Yeah. The problem was you're running so stinking fast, I couldn't beat you <laughs> to that spot. So yeah. I, I had to wait for you guys to cross. This is unrelated to what we were talking about, but... Um... I knew that um, in the last race that she beat me in, that this is exactly what happened. She pulled away from me. I was with her the first like mile, and then she just pulled away and kept going because that's where she feels comfortable, I think, for her with a little bit of a gap. So. Yeah, and, and she ran. I mean, obviously, that, that same day you're talking about at Festus. Yeah. She put that move in, and she put it in here, too. Mm -hmm. uh, you just you, you hung close enough to, to keep her within striking distance. So you guys are getting ready to come up on 4K, and a uh, thousand meters left. And I, I've just been—I've just been confident. I knew if you were anywhere close with a thousand meters left, I didn't care who was with you. My money was on you to finish first in this race. And you're six seconds down, which was a little farther back uh, than I would have liked you. But yeah. and and I know you know Grace is a stud runner. That's a huge gap. What were you thinking right here? as far as the race goes? Well, at this point, I was not sure if I was gonna end up winning because she definitely had a good size gap on me. But I heard, I think, a ton of different people, like you, Webster, my parents, Colin, everyone just saying that, like, I can go get, random people even just saying that I can go get her if I really want to. And I knew it was a state meet, and I was like, all right, I might as well go try. Yeah, I think after the race, you told me at that point, you said, you know, I, I just assumed she was gonna win, and I was, yeah. I was trying to finish you know, hold everybody off and run for a second. Yeah. So at this point in the race, you are starting to close on her a little bit. And if you listen to the broadcast, even the the announcer says, well, Allie Kruger seems to have made up a few steps. This is was one of my favorite parts of the race because obviously you took the, you're getting ready to take the lead here, but you pull up on her shoulder and for a split second, you duck in behind her and then shoot out to the right. And you'll notice on the right side of the screen, I'm screaming at you, go around. It was almost like you didn't want to pass on the turn there. Did you just decide, yeah. hey, now's the time, I've got to go? Yeah, I think I got a little excited to pass her. And I knew that I probably shouldn't pass on the turn, but then I thought about that. No, and I, th I think if, if you're ready to go, go. There's yeah. no reason to wait. I mean, when you're ready, Turn it on. Yeah. And here's that amazing finish speed you have. And I knew that um, the past couple races, I've definitely had a stronger last K. So I knew I kind of had the speed this year to, to go when I was ready to go. And I've heard a million coaches before tell me that once when you go, you got to go. That's I think right. you and Webster probably told me that before this race too. What did you say about your arms and legs here at the finish? Oh, I did, could not feel them right here. <laughs> so that's it. You're across the line. It, had it hit you yet? Are you still are you still just finishing going, oh, yeah, that was a good race? Well, I thought about that it was a state meet, and I was like, yeah, that's really cool. But it didn't, like, fully hit me yet. It was the same thing at the 4 by or freshman year. Like, it didn't really sink in until a little bit later. So when we were down at the finish line, waiting for, you know, the other finishers come through, waiting for Megan. And 
Megan had a phenomenal race, yeah. which it's kind of weird in cross country. A lot of times you guys don't know how your teammates are doing, but she PR'd by over 30 seconds, uh, broke 20 minutes, finished 49th place, uh, which was higher really than we uh, had expected her to finish. And you could tell she was excited when she finished, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And you were congratulating her. And one of my favorite things was when she was like, oh, thank you. How did you do? <laughs> and what did you tell her? How, do you remember I don't how you said remember. I do? Because I just remember it because I was waiting for her. I to think ask. I was just like, I won. I don't yeah. remember what I it was said. Like, it was no big deal. She was like, oh, oh, thank you so much. How did you do? And you were just like, oh, well, I won. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember yeah, that. She was, she was like, what? No way. Super excited. I, it was just, it was really cute the way. Yeah. I'm really glad happened. Megan got to go. Yeah. She did yeah. super good too. Well, one of the great things for your season this year, I felt like was just the lack of pressure that you put mm -hmm. on yourself and never had the thoughts of, I have to win a certain race or I have to beat a certain person or run a certain time. Is that something you felt like this year was was a positive for you, like that mental part of it? Yeah, last year I think I a lot of I put a lot of expectations on myself, thinking I had to win every race. And I think this year I just didn't worry as much about I have to beat Grace Tyson in this race or I have to beat Julia. And I think it was more of just like get out there, do what I can do. No, that that's exactly right. I know a lot of people have asked me, oh, what's next for, for Allie? You know, what's the goal next year now? Now that she set the state course record, you know, on the new course, what, what's next? And in my head, and I, I before I say what I think is next, I, I'd like to hear, you know, are you worried now about, oh my gosh, I have to do something special in track season or next fall? What's your thought process on, on what's next for Allie Kruger? Um, I'm definitely really excited for track. I love track, but I think I'm just going to do what I keep doing, like what, what I've done in the past. It worked out this year, not putting the pressure on myself. So I think I'll just do it again. Yeah, that's for track. Yeah. That's exactly you know what I've told people. I'm like, no, we're not, we're not worried about setting some record in track yeah. season or, you know, she doesn't have to win every event she's in or every state, you know, every state event that she's in. We're just going to keep worrying about the process and uh, keep doing things the right way and, yeah. um, and, and not worry about those outcomes. So I know the, the one goal I have uh, for next year is, and I'm sure your goal is the same, but uh, I'd like to take all seven girls yeah. next year to run the state meet. I think we can. <laughs>